Hey, my brothers, what's your first impression? Does the sight of us leave you guessing? Or do you understand the stressing? The aggression, the look of no hope on my niggas' faces. Like the Lord overlooked us when he handed down his graces. You see, embraces fall short on the numb tips of street entrepreneurial fingers. Stuck in the walls of the project halls where the coke smell still lingers. External blingers is all we can be. Cause on the inside, we've been giving nothing to shine. And a gig is harder to get than coke, so niggas get they climb on. Cause the TV tells us, aim high, nigga, make all gold lateral. But that takes paper that we don't have, so niggas put their souls up as collateral now. Some niggas reclaim them, some blame them, make an excuse to sell them. But when a nigga goes from not doing to doing, what can you tell them? Not to be a nigga. Shit, I got to be a nigga, that's how I pay the bills. And I'ma do that whether I got to sling this coke or exploit these rhyme skills. See, America makes you an opportunist, and at the same time, they institutionalize you. So the fact that niggas get these big records, they big money, and then go to jail, shit is a problem. That's what lies. And most of these guys do have raw talent, just infantile education from all the bullshit frustration they serve. Meanwhile, they corrupt your perception of what the real is. See, they taken all our businessmen and made them drug dealers. Took all our messengers, made them rappers, just flapping their jaws, afraid to admit their treason. Took all our soldiers for the cause, made them killers for no reason, and being fucked up. Well, that's in this season, so.
haunted by a vision of hell on earth. A searing social critic, Mr. Huxley, 27 years ago, wrote Brave New World, a novel that predicted that someday the entire world would live under a frightful dictatorship. Today, Mr. Huxley says that his fictional world of horror is probably just around the corner for all of us. We'll find out why in a moment.
I'm Mike Wallace. Tonight's guest, Aldous Huxley, is a man of letters, as disturbing as he is distinguished. Born in England, now a resident of California, Mr. Huxley has written some of the most electric novels and social criticism of this century. He's just finished a series of essays called Enemies of Freedom, in which he outlines and defines some of the threats to our freedom in the United States. And Mr. Huxley, right off the bat, let me ask you this. As you see it, who and what are the enemies of freedom here in the United States? Conduzir-vos em número, em quantidade 
e sobretudo Overdose. na forma heterogênea que sois, a direção também cometeu erros, está disposta a discutir os erros, não há nada para esconder. Como vocês têm de aceitar que para aprenderem a combater, vocês cometeram erros. E também nós estamos dispostos a expor os erros. Mas nós também para vos conduzirmos, para aprendermos a vos ensinar o que é lutar, o que é se convencer, o que é ter fé, nós também cometemos os erros. Mas também estamos dispostos que vocês exponham os erros. Mas haverá um momento em que teremos de passar os erros para o passado. Teremos de passar os erros todos para o passado. Os vossos e os nossos para o passado. E fazermos do presente, na hora que for determinado o presente, uma alavanca para o futuro. Every time you walk through these doors, you're taking steps to find yourself. Remember, this is a safe place. There's no judgment. You are accepted right where you're at and wherever that leads to find your own peace and happiness. Feel free to express yourself to release your anxiety. I want you to be able to walk out with inner strength to finally be free. Clayton, it's great to have you back. Overdose.
goals today and about a week ago I thought about inviting you to my birthday party this year because all the kids at school always ask are you gonna make it and I always end up telling them that you're out of town. Now mama told me stop lying so much but technically you are out of town so I guess I wasn't really lying because what's a little half truth when you've only ever known half your roots but I'm tired of sticking up for you. I'm tired of all these sleepless nights. I'm tired of coming up with excuses for your absence. I'm tired of trying to reform my self-image into something that you would consider to be beautiful. I'm tired of trying to earn the title of being called your son as if it wasn't my birthright. You know what, Dad? Or Tyrone, whoever the hell you are, I'm done. Because all I ever wanted was for you to acknowledge my existence. But despite my persistence, I haven't even met resistance, just absence. And I hate the fact that I still want you here. But I'm done being caught in this delusion. The idea that you, a mirage, could alleviate my confusion. I don't need you. Never do. This is my last letter to you, Tyrone. Goodbye.
Well, I don't think you can say who in the United States. I don't think there are any sinister persons deliberately trying to rob people of their freedom. But I do think, first of all, that there are a number of impersonal forces which are pushing in the direction of less and less freedom. And I also think that there are a number of technological devices which anybody who wishes to use can use to accelerate this process of going away from freedom, imposing control. Well, what are these forces and these devices? I should say that the, uh, there are two main impersonal forces. Uh, uh, the first of them is not exceedingly important in the United States at the present time, though very important in other countries. Uh, this is the force which in general terms can be called overpopulation, the, the mounting pressure of population pressing upon existing resources.
Música por dos. Sica, overdose.